In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. There's a word God gave me for the new year, which I was going to share with you on the watch night service, but those of you that were around, that was a watch night service. I did not even have opportunity to share the word, then it was laid upon my heart to share it today. 2024, uh, the word God gave us regarding the year is that it's going to be a year of heaven on heart. Say after me, say heaven, heaven. on heart. And there's some other subsidiary prophecies that were attached to that word. And one of the subsidiary is Goshen. Goshen. Goshen happens to be a place where the children of Israel stayed when Joseph was ruling in Egypt. When Joseph was the prime minister in Egypt. According to Genesis chapter 45 verse 10, uh, Pharaoh literally provided a place for the children of Israel to dwell. And this place was a special place. He literally said, I want you near unto me. I don't, want to be, I don't want you to be far from me. And, you know, Pharaoh there was literally a type of father. The same way your heavenly father saying, I don't want you to be far from me in 2024. I want you to be near to me. So Goshen was near to Pharaoh. Genesis 45 verse 10. Genesis chapter 45 and verse 10. It says, Genesis 45 and the 10th verse. Glory to God. It says, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen and you shall be near to me. Emphasize. You shall be near to me, you and your children, and your children's children, your flocks, and your arts, and all that you have. In other words, this Goshen experience is not just for you. It's going to be for everything connected to you, including your animals. Your whole household, your family, the entirety of your network in Goshen. The word Goshen in the Hebrew means drawing near. And literally speaking, is a region in northern Egypt, east of Lower Nile, where the children of Israel lived from the time of Joseph to the time of Moses until they left Egypt. It's a district in southern Palestine between Gaza, Gaza sounds familiar, right? And Gibeon, a town in the mountains of Judah, probably in the street in the district of what? Goshen. It's a symbol of where God's people live near to him. Hmm. A place where God connected with his own. God secures their welfare from the prevalent everywhere in the wonderful world and you can call it the secret place. Okay, media, don't show them everything. Thank you. <laughs> Just follow me. <laughs> 
because it can be distracting. So Goshen is that place. A place secured by God. A safe place. It's a place that the experience there is unique. Regardless of what is happening in Egypt, Goshen has its own temperature. The closest I can think of in our days is embassy. If you go to some of some of some of some interesting countries, you see poverty all over the place. I, I've been privileged before to go to some places in Asia, and you know you're flying from one place. I won't mention the place, but let me mention the nice place. You're flying from maybe somewhere like Singapore or flying from South Korea to that place. And it's like 45 minutes or one hour flight. And it's like, what just happened? The place is impoverished and, you know, everything is not working. Even the airport, from the look of the airport, you know, something is, things are not working here. But guess what? If you say, can I, can I go to the UK embassy or, or American embassy or, or France embassy? The moment you walk into the embassy in these places, you realize it doesn't look like the rest of the place. Although the embassy is physically located inside that country, but it looks different. So it's there, but it's not there. Because the embassy is actually designed to reflect the home country. And the same way God is saying, I want to create a space for you on earth. That's does not look like hearts. You're on heart, but you're in heaven. And that resonates with the word of Jesus when he says, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. Now, turn to your neighbor and say, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. You know, there are things that we embrace that we should not embrace. Oh, they said interest rate is going up. We will not be able to buy a house. Who said that? That is news for everybody. That's news for common people. You are in Zion. You are in Goshen. But listen, the provision that God has made for you in Goshen can only affect you if you have a Goshen mindset. There is a what? A Goshen mindset. For example, I mean, uh, during the COVID time, uh, you know, I mean, Quickly, America sent planes to places like Nigeria and they asked all the, all the American residents that were in Nigeria to get on the plane. It was, not even, it was not even about pay. We are responsible for you. That's what responsible countries do. We are what? Responsible. Get on the plane. You, I know somebody <laughs> who has lived in a place for maybe 15 years and during COVID, you know, something went wrong and they opened the prison in the states the lady was scared picked up the phone called the american embassy in nigeria and the next thing there was a plane rearranged to get out of the country they did no question asked we are responsible for you and the same way god is saying i'm responsible for you don't think like you're on your own in fact that phrase don't use it for yourself again i know i'm on my own oh why oh don't you say i'm not on my own God is responsible for me. He has created a place for me that is not far from him. It's called Goshen. 
in Goshen, I'm cared for. Do you know you cannot be more responsible for your life than God is? God knows your need more than you do know. So don't think like, I'm I'm the only one that's just trying to... Listen, don't try to figure out life by yourself. That's what prayer is for. Prayer is the engagement of the one that is responsible for you to ensure you get this provision which he has made available for you. So prayer is not you trying to convince God to do what he was not planning to do. Prayer is you positioning for the provisions that God has already made available. So we're not praying because God was not thinking about us before. So now in the place of prayer, I was like, God, God, peradventure, you are not thinking about us. Please, we need your help. No, we pray because we know he's thinking about us. And we only need to position ourselves to receive what he has prepared for us. Because just, I mean, for God making the provision does not automatically make the provision will be available. Talking about the, the plane being made available during the time of COVID for American residents in Nigeria to fly back to America. I know of someone who refused to get on the plane. He said, no, I want to stay back for, 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 for some reasons. She did not get on the plane. Was the provision made? Yes. But she said, no, I'm fine here. So listen, if you say you are fine with poverty, go will defend your rights. God is such a gentleman that he will not impose things against your will. Just that he has plans for you does not mean you will have those plans manifested whether you like it or not. I know we say it at times, by force, by force. But really, God needs you to be willing. That's why the scripture says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. The willingness and the obedience is what prayer entails. The alignment, the positioning to receive the resources that heaven has made for us. So in this season of heaven on heart, in this season of Goshen, God is saying, I want you to be conscious of my provision because you will not be able to take advantage of them if you don't know they are available. So the starting point is knowing they are yours. All the things that are yours in Christ Jesus. All the things you have by the virtue of the fact that you are in Christ Jesus, you must be available, you must be aware of them. Don't commonize yourself, you are not common. I'm just like the rest of the people. No, I'm a man under covenant. You know, I've been to some countries that if you see the way they guard their citizenship, my God. Even if you marry one of them, you will will still not be a citizen. You can never be a citizen if you are not, if you don't have their DNA. I met some people there. I won't mention some of the countries, but some of you know already. I went to one of those countries to preach. In fact, I've preached in two of the countries. And I met a a beautiful Indian lady. And I'm like, and they told me, he said, this lady is not a citizen of anywhere. I'm like, how can you not be a citizen of anywhere? He said, she was born here but she was born by people of Indian descent. And just by the fact, just because you are born there does not make you a citizen. He said, they'll give you two years renewable resident permit. So they have a category for such people. You want to know the category? Stateless. So they travel around the world, not with passport, 
with a paper like this, a document, because they have. I said, what kind of a demeaning category is that? How can you call people stateless? Say, what's your status? I'm stateless. Stateless. In other words, nobody's claiming you. I'm like, this is. So, what some people do is that they now look for their ancestor in Africa, in Asia, (laughs) and find one way or the other to get a passport. So that at least they will have a passport with that document. But in a situation whereby you can't get any country to claim you, your status till death is stateless. You are a resident, but in that country, you are free to come in and go. Although, in fact, the kind of residency they give you is very limited. It's renewable residency. But normal, I mean, in normal circumstances, everybody is attached to one country or the other. Some of you even have two. Hopefully nobody has four. Because the other day somebody was ah, no, okay. Don't let me say that. That's, 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 go and fish him out. I won't say. I won't say anything. So normal people have at least one passport, which shows they are citizen of that nation. And in a in in, in a normal situation, because there are so many abnormal situations. In a normal situation, the country that you have his passport or her passport is responsible for you your welfare. Do you know there's some country, just by the virtue of the fact that you are a citizen of that country, you are rich. There's some crazy countries like that. When you go to places like Norway, Norway says they have money for the fourth generation. Children, the children that you have not even thought of giving back to, they already have reservation for them to take care of them. That is how responsible Norway is when it comes to a citizen. And I want you to walk around with a consciousness that you came from the best nation. Oh my God, is somebody listening to me? I said you came from the best nation. Talk to your neighbor, say, I'm not on my own. I'm cared for. I'm catered for. I'm being pampered. There is a God that cares for me. There is a God that pampers me. There is a God that watches out for me. There's a God that says, you don't need to worry about life because I have your future settled. So Goshen is a place of intimacy reserved for God's own people. And God is saying, on earth, regardless of where you are living, you have your Goshen there. Goshen was, by geography, just Goshen was in Egypt. But guess what? There's something bigger than geography. It's covenant. Write it down. Covenant is bigger than geography. Covenant, oh my God. I can prove it. It's all over the scripture. Genesis 26, there was, there was, there, there was famine in the land. By geography, nothing should work for Isaac. But by covenant, Isaac saw in the land. And in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. So don't define yourself by geography again. Oh my God, sir. I said don't define yourself by what? Geography. Define yourself by covenant. God is responsible for you. Covenant is bigger than geography. Your geography might be messed up. Your covenant delivers all the time. You can even move out of a geographical location. If whatever is following you is still following you, your relocation will not make any difference. Demons cannot be stopped by visa. In fact, there are some demons, they are so, they are so sophisticated, 
By the time you are getting the visa, they already have permits, resident permits. You only have visa. They have, so by the time you are landing wherever, they are saying, well, you are welcome. <laughs> so you can't run from demons by relocating. So moving from one district or from one location to another does not necessarily solve the problem. There is a covenant that works. Hmm. Do you know what he said? He said demons have intelligence. Because they are spirit. This not to scare you. Because what you have is bigger than what any devil can match. I got cards. Hey. Goshen, a place blessed by God. Let me just share with you before I close today what I call the features of Goshen. Write it down. Goshen represents intimacy. In other words, there's, you have the opportunity to connect with God. He said, you have my ears. He said, my eyes are upon the righteous in Goshen. And my ears are attentive to what? Their prayers. He said, you come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Why? You are in Goshen where there's intimacy. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow because he's in Goshen. Another word for Goshen is secret place. A secret place that has his own peculiar features. A place of deep fellowship. And one of the things that comes with Goshen is the secrets of the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 says, The secret things belong to God and the things which are revealed belong to you. You know the amazing things that the secrets of God are accessible to Goshenites. The people that live in Goshen can access secrets. And one of the reasons why this 21 day fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer is so important is, is an opportunity to access secrets. Because you rule by secrets. The same place where people are saying there's no money, you see people building mansion. The difference is some people have access to certain secrets that the majority of people don't have access to. So never complain that it's dry. It's dry because you lack the secrets that makes it wet. But when you have the keys in your hand, you realize you thrive and flourish everywhere. So in Goshen, you have secrets or you have access to secrets that create difference. Difference is a function of secrets revealed. And in Goshen, secrets are made available. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. Throughout this year, you will access secrets that will stand you out everywhere. Amen. Secondly, Goshen is a place of encounters. Encounters, encounters. You know, there are promises over our lives. There are prophecies over our life that need to be battered through divine encounters. And I trust God that this year there will be multiple encounters at different junctions of your life to cause you to experience what God has proposed for your season. Somebody shout, encounters! Genesis chapter 21 verse 1. Encounters. God wants to show up. You know, when God just show up and shake things around. And everybody will know, God must have shown up. That's what happened to a 90-year-old woman who got pregnant. God showed up. Oh my God, who am I talking to? God showed up. 
I declare by the Holy Ghost, this year you will see God show up for you like never before. Divine encounters, supernatural manifestation. Genesis 21 verse 1. God shows up in an unusual manner. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing experiences of God. In Acts chapter 10, there was another man that experienced God showing up. His name was Cornelius. The man was just consistently praying and giving. All of a sudden, God showed up. He said, you're going to be the first Gentile to experience the infilling of the Holy Ghost. God showed up. He says, the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. So there was a visitation that aligned with the promise. He visited as whatever has been said concerning you, as you experience Goshen in 2021, there will be a visitation to manifest it. You know, the promise was given, but not until the visitation came was the manifestation experienced. The promise was what? Given. But it took what? A visitation to bat what? The manifestation. So there are promises, there are prophecies, there are purposes over your life that you just need a visitation of God. A, you know, a standing up of the water. Boom, 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 boom. And everything changes. Like, what just happened? God showed up. I speak as a prophet of God. Throughout this year, you will see God showing up for you at different junctions. A visitation to bad promises and make them manifestation. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 2. Still talking about encounters, encounters. I want you to be expectant when encounters, things will happen. Single woman, you will meet that person. Unless you don't want to get married. It's a choice. Single man, you will find her. Ah, that man is very weak. What is wrong with the man? I said single man, you will find her. Some of you are too settled. Can you, can you say loud and cry? One, two, three, go. I thought angels are supernatural beings. They can be entertained here. I declare you will have appropriate entertainment in 2024. Yeah. Do you know what I call appropriate entertainment when angels are involved? Get on your feet. That is better than Netflix. Where, where, where do you get entertained again? Hopefully you are taking a break in this season. Someone say, I will be well entertained by supernatural beings. Things will happen in my life that can only be by God. Somebody shout encounters. The other things I was going to talk about, I would just say it. Exemption. You'll be exempted from evil. Somebody shout, I am exempted from evil. Because I'm in Goshen. The fourth one is you will function in an enriched space. There's enrichment in Goshen. It's a land that is loaded. Don't you know say my space is supernaturally loaded with resources. And there's no drought in Goshen. Goshen is rich. My land is rich. If you read Genesis 47, verse 5 and 8, you will see how rich Goshen is. You know, Goshen is so rich that the Bible says everything multiplied there. Genesis 47, verse 5. 
Let me show you there. I'm just running through. We'll be done in five minutes or less. So that will encourage you to come to church throughout this year. So that church that pastor does not preach and does not finish preaching. Okay. If that's where you see me, renew your mind. In fact, renew your mind is nice. Repent. Just kidding. Media, please. Let me look good. I'm trying to finish on time. Genesis 47 verse 5. I think I need to pray for you again. With all the confession I made over you December 31st, please. Don't allow my confession to expire so quickly. Okay. <laughs> Can we read the one, two, three, go? Verse 6. Next verse, please. Move to next verse. Look at it. Don't you love the sound? The best of the land. It's not just any land. Don't you never say, my space, my space is the best. Let's move to the next one. Goshen is a place of enlightenment. You know, there was a time everywhere was dark in Egypt because Egypt was under judgment. But guess what? They had light in Goshen. Exodus chapter 10. No darkness here. No demonic darkness here. Exodus chapter 10, verse 21. Enlightenment. I call it a piece of heaven on earth. A city of light. Look at it. He said, then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand towards heaven. There may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Darkness which may even be felt. Listen, we're in that season. There's darkness everywhere. Things are going to be messy. Verse 22. We're going to go all the way to verse 23. So Moses stretched out his hand towards heaven. And there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. Verse 23. Come on, shout it loud and clear. Am I talking to the children of Israel? Somebody shout, I have life throughout 2024. So the darkness in my geography does not affect my covenant. Mm, write it down. The darkness in my geography does not affect my covenant. The darkness in my what? Geography does not affect what? My covenant. Wow. Let's move to the next one. Abundance. Abundance, surplus, surplus in the midst of scarcity. The covenant in Goshen ensures there's multiplication. Genesis 47, verse 27. Then we'll go to Exodus 1 7. Genesis 47, verse 7. Strange prosperity in the midst of crisis. <laughs> Look at it. Genesis 4, verse 27. 27. Genesis 47, 27. Okay. Genesis 47, verse 27.
Halleluja. Genesis 4. So, they're asking you to look at your Bible. You better open your Bible. Don't just. Okay. Can you read it loud and clear? They had post. Don't you know, say, in 2024, I will have choice possessions. Real estate. Inappropriate neighborhood. Balakatasha. There's no such thing as a neighborhood that I'm exempted from. Because of, oh yeah. Please, the next time some of your friends, in fact, by the way, what are you doing with such friends? They begin to have conversations. Say, ah, that please. It's very expensive. Just exempt yourself. Say, say, ah, why are you not participating? Because your conversation does not go well with me. I am not exempted from wealthy places. In fact, if when people are talking about places that are very expensive, tell me, tell me, give me the zip code. Do you know a realtor that works there? Because until you see it, you can't walk in there. Don't stay away from wealth. That's your nature. He said they had possession. What kind of Goshenite are you? Authentic Goshenites have possessions. They are not broke. If somebody accuses you of being proud just because you are blessed with possession, they are the ones with problems. Don't repackage don't your life to accommodate their brokenness. You have a broke mind. I'm in Goshen. I have prized possession. Somebody shout, I live in Goshen. Where there is possessions. If you have one house, maybe you need to buy another one. Yes. Say they had possessions there. They grew there. Now that was don't retire. You are too young to retire. There's a next level. Say they grew and they multiplied. And that's why you need people in your space that will stimulate you. All this becoming local champion. What do you have? Say, God has done good. Has been very, very good. And this is figures. This figures. Is that all? This figures. That's how you are opening all your mouth from one left to from one. This figures. This figures is nothing. That's how we start. What is talking about? Through you, through you, nations will be blessed. You are going around flaunting these figures. Local champion. Said they had possessions there. They grew and they multiplied exceedingly. I love that. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. I'm expanding your mind today. Go for more. Don't set you. Some of you have turned yourself to one mediocre mentor. I have people I'm mentoring. You still need to be mentored yourself. What do you know to be to be a mentor? You set you too quickly, feeling feeling, feeling cool. Feeling cool with what? It's more. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. I'm not abusing you. You know I love you. I'm just challenging your mind. Can you scream in 1, 2, 3, go? I love that. Say it again. Say it again. one in Goshen we do joy all the time no dull moment 
we do joy. We do joy in the morning, in the noontime, at night. Because we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. To lose joy is to lose strength. Even when it does not blossom, when the victory is not blossoming, we're still rejoicing. Yes, sir. Because it takes joy to withdraw in Goshen. No dull moment. No dull moment. That is a major feature of Goshen. They do joy. They don't wait for happiness. Happiness is a function of happiness. Joy is resident in Goshen. Hey. <laughs> Esther chapter 8, verse 16. You should have left that scripture before now. Okay. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, go. The Jews. Who are the Jews in the house? Turn to them and say, throughout 2024. I'm doing joy. Tell at least five people around you throughout 2024. I'm doing joy. I say I'm doing joy. I said I'm doing joy. I said I'm doing joy. Makata kriala kataya. Makata ya 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 ya. Makato sobra ba 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 ba. Makakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
to the right. Come on, show me you got joy moves this year. Don't you ever say, neighbor, don't mess up our road. Represent. Are we ready? So we go left first. We go this way, then we go. Are we ready? out of your house the class regardless of what the enemy plots i declare it will end up in praise did you hear me i say regardless of what the enemy might be planning every situation of your life we end up in praise now listen can i have your attention everybody uh the three things i made mention from matthew chapter 6 Jesus said, when you give. Interesting enough, even before he talked about prayer and fasting, he talked about giving. Don't you never say, God needs you to engage in giving to position yourself for the overflow. So anytime you miss giving, you miss overflow. Hmm. So giving is an opportunity not to be what? Missed. That's why the Bible says in Acts chapter 20 verse 35 is more blessed to what? Give than to what? Receive. Because giving gives you opportunity to overflow. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.